Welcome back to the Force with Friends podcast. Today, we are tier ranking all of the Star Wars movies except the Clone Wars. So, Kevin, welcome back. We're kind yep. of finally done going through the Skywalker saga. Does it feel good to be done with it? It does. It was it was fun. <laughs> uh, I feel like we got a lot out of it, but it it towards the end there, it was I was ready to move on to something else. So, yeah, you know, after I think if we had ended it like if we had just done it one through six, it would have felt <laughs> even better uh, going yeah. into the sequels, which we enjoyed a lot of the sequels, but. It took a lot out of us, I think, to maybe spin that. So Yeah, it was it was more searching for things than we enjoyed, so Yeah. So today we're gonna be doing a tier ranking and I've watched like everybody doing all of these over the past few months and I thought it would be fun for us to do it as yep. well. So we are gonna hop in here if it'll pick up my screen. And so yeah, we have got the S then A, B, C, and D, brought to you by Progressive Direct, as you can see all of our <laughs> <laughs> all the advertisements. No, so um, I'm sure if you're watching this, you probably already know what the tier rankings are. But uh, S is going to be like the best thing we've ever seen when it comes to Star Wars. A is going to be great. B is you know good average. C is below average, and D is not good at all. That's how we're going to be going through this. So we're going to take it chronologically, episodes one through nine, kind of just what we broke uh, broke down over the last couple months. Kevin, just for, um, for our preferences, are we going to say like ranking it based on how we just watched it? Or are we just going to say like, hey, turning it on just to watch one movie? How do you think we should do it? Yeah, let's uh I feel like that's fair. Let's as an individual movie, just okay. the enjoyment factor of watching it. That's good cuz um, that would change. I think that's of, fair. Some of our it stuff, would. so. Yeah, it would. Okay. Yep. Well, let's hop in with episode 1, The Phantom Menace. Um it's been a while since I've watched this one now. Like that was probably November or something. Yeah. Um just off the top of my head, I would give this a B. What are you thinking? Mm. See, I had I had it at an A. Okay. Yeah, I I really sell me I, on I, it. And I think we talked about this when you and I watched it. I really like the Phantom Menace. I think it's okay. a great start to that prequel trilogy. Um, I think some of the characters we get. I love Qui Gon Jinn, Duel of the Fates. I it, it the reason it's not the best is some of that dialogue gets me every time. It's just bad. But I think you and I disagree on the pod race though. I love the pod race. Okay. I know that's like one of those boring moments in Star Wars for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's rough. Um, but there's not much in that movie that I don't like just sitting and watching. So I I had it at an A, but um it's the dialogue, man. The dialogue gets me. It's it's bad in it. some places. I'll give it an A. Um, I can look past that. Plus, having finished the Plagueis novel um, within the past month or so, um, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm okay with it being an A. It adds a little bit to it. Um, I think that duel at the end, duel of the fates. I think that's like the number two Star Wars duel, if I had to guess. And oh, for agree. me, yeah. it's my number two. For some people, it's their number one. So I think that alone gets it 
yeah. pretty high up there. I think it is number one for me. I mean, obviously, it's yeah. right there with with Obi Wan and Anakin, but right. I don't know something okay. about just still remembering that thing on the big screen. I love that. I love that battle. Yeah. So see, I didn't see it on the big <laughs> screen, but I did see Episode Three on the big screen. So that it was, was life changing. Maybe where we differ. So yeah, we're gonna say Episode One is great but not the best star wars we've ever seen um how about attack of the clones you you go first on attack of the clones uh we might differ on this one i i'm i got it down at a b um it's not i i I like the story in attack of the clones but in terms of just sitting and down and and enjoying this movie i oh some of those moments with padme and anakin are so so painful yeah uh, it just anytime like that middle part of the movie where it's not obi-wan and camino i'm just like oh gosh can we move can we move on please <laughs> so yeah. I, I like attack of the clones the story's great no issues with the story uh but man i whew, it's hard for me to sit through anakin padme i don't even know if i call it romance uh it's more like stalking and i don't know it's creepy i don't know what to call it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm between a C and a B on episode two okay. for a couple for a couple reasons. One, Obi Wan's entire arc love in this it. movie is incredible. It yes, is so it. so good. Like yeah. it is the whole like mystery spy type thing. You get so much lore, like the clones, how they came to be. You yeah. get. Dooku telling him that a Sith Lord is running everything, pulling all the strings. And so I do like that. And he goes to a Waffle House at some point. So that's also pretty cool. Yeah. Good old Dex. Yeah. 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 No, that's, but, that's, that's what sells the movie for me. It's that whole segment yeah. with Kamino and the clones and Jango Fett and Obi-Wan. Like I, I love all of that part of the movie. Um, and it, it has a cool ending too. When the clones show up and we have the start of the clone wars. I, I love all that. Yeah. I was uh, going to say, once you get to the battle of Geonosis, it's really good too. So let's, yeah, let's give this one a B. Let's do that. Hmm. I'm, I'm talking you, you up can... on all of these so far. <laughs> well, I mean, if I can throw out the, the cringy stuff, then you know, so the rest of it's not too bad. Now for episode three, I'm going to say that's S tier. Um, I think that's a pretty easy choice for me and being some of the top the top Star Wars that we have. What do you think? Oh, I agree 100%. I, I, think, I think it fixes some of that bad dialogue. But, man, we talked about it a few weeks back, just how great Anakin's fall is, just the little things that continuously pull him away and push him away from the Jedi. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a really well-paced movie. Um, mm-hmm. When there's not something exciting going on, there's, there's something really interesting going on and so i yeah yes no, it's, it's got to be up there at the top I, everything about it i love i don't i don't ever sit down and just like zone out in any part of that movie no i agree 100 percent. like there's no room for there to be anything inconsequential to happen mm-hmm. in episode three because it has to wrap everything up and shoot us into the the originals which it does yeah. so well i mean it's oh, like yeah. It, and it has that same empire feel like we talked about to where nothing good happens as far as the good guys go. But at the end, yeah. knowing what's coming, you know, there is that hope. Also, if you look at this, it probably is like the correct ranking for what most people would rank the 
prequel trilogy anyways, with Revenge of the Sith being the best, then the Phantom Menace, then Attack of the Clones. Yeah, so, I think everybody's I think, yeah. got Sith at the top. I, I think the other two get switched around a little bit, but I think I think most people have that one at the top for sure. The only reason I would consider two above one or on the same level hmm. with one even would only be the fact that I saw it in theaters. Like it was my first Star Wars movie uh, in yeah. theaters. So like the nostalgia aspect, but that would probably be the only thing that that got it up there for me. So yeah, that'll be that'll be different for everybody, right? Like where oh, we yeah. all saw things and how we saw them and how we were introduced to things. Like those always as much as you try to be objective, like you can't you can't remove those parts of your of your experience. So as far as like single viewing experience as well, um I never just throw on Attack of the Clones. So That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. So next <laughs> chronologically uh, and we don't have to spend a ton of time on this one. I don't. I don't care for solo. For me, it's a. It's probably a C for me, only because it's a story that I didn't need. Like I don't. I don't need hmm. a young Han Solo. I don't need to see Han without Leia. I don't need to see these characters like Beckett, who it's cool to see in yeah. Star Wars, and Kiara, like. Yeah. I didn't need any of that, right? Like in the midst of all this other stuff going on, I don't know. It's the only Star Wars movie I did not see right when it came out what, that I went and watched. I, we saw it like three huh. weeks later. I managed yeah. to not even be spoiled because enough people weren't even like talking about it for it to, to get out there. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was, I think I used to be a D. I think I'll give it a C now. I, I originally given it a D because I had read the Han Solo trilogy novels from the previous oh. EU, the legends, and they were great. They, they okay. did such a good job of fleshing out his character, making him make sense in the, in the original trilogy, mm -hmm. like just in terms of who he is and why he is who he is. They were so good. I loved them. I'm curious as to other, if other people feel that way um, about those, those books, that trilogy, but I loved it. And so when they, you know, when they came in and like, oh, we're just going to do our own thing. We're not going to pull anything from that. It was it was disappointing mm -hmm. to me because this one doesn't feel very connected to anything. It really, really feels like just kind of the standalone movie that aside from names and likenesses, I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't click with the rest of the movies in my mind. So I, I'll give it a C now yeah. because I mean, it's got some fun segments in it. But originally I was pretty disappointed just because in my head I had that how great that trilogy of books was. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Like, and it came out six months after um, the Last Jedi. Didn't do it any favors. Holy either, cow! Probably. Did it really? Was it? I, could, yeah. I didn't remember that it was that quick of a turnaround. Well, six months after the Last Jedi, and also within thirty days of Infinity War or some or Endgame or something <laughs> like that. So it was like horrible yeah. timing. And yeah, that's and fair. Disney made both of those <laughs> movies, so yeah, I don't get it, but. Yeah, I think C is fair. Um, Rogue There's One, some fun though, moments in it, but oh yeah, yeah for sure. Now Rogue One for me, Rogue One is A all the way. Yeah, I'm curious because my mind, I'm thinking S. So where where are you that okay. doesn't that doesn't let it cross that threshold? Just the um, mainly the fact that it's not exactly a Skywalker story. 
Um, as far like Fair. as everything else goes, I mean, it's Ashley's favorite Star Wars movie. So, and I think it, as far as movies go, it, it may be very well the best one. But it's just not, it's not the same story. It's a line from the Star Wars story that they made into a movie. So that would be the only thing that kept it A for me. Hmm. Okay. That's fair. I and and I can I could give it an A. I think for me I would personally put it at S just because I I loved that they took a step back from uh-huh. all these characters and just kind of this legendary aspect of Star Wars and said, "Hey, we're going to we're going to focus on all the people that are always dying in the background of these movies, right?" Uh-huh. <laughs> um so I love that. I think it was it was a cool way to step away from these characters and and do it in something that we we all already had some perspective on, right? These plans for this yeah. Death Star. Um, and and I always loved, you know, going back again to the the books, like the X-Wing books that were just about a bunch of rando guys who weren't Luke Skywalker yeah. and weren't Han Solo. I, I fell in love with kind of that side of Star Wars that was just everybody else. So for me, Rogue One brought that in. Um, so I think that's a personal S for me, but I, I, I think it's a firm A in terms of just fitting in with the rest of the Star Wars. I'll, I'll give you that one. So that's, I mean, that's fair. Um, it pains me too to, to say S instead of A, just after you say all that or A instead of S, because if you're just throwing it on to watch it, it's probably like the most easily watchable Star Wars movie too, but. Oh yeah, it is for sure. Hey, that's, we'll go hey, we, yeah, let's go A. All right. So now the original trilogy I know what I have in mind for all three. Um, I'm going to say A New Hope is A tier. Um, only because it's a little slow. That would be the only thing that keeps it for me. Like th- the lightsaber battle, not overly exciting. Uh, there's a lot of like when you're starting a story, there's a lot of story to build. And then, yeah. like, the ending is incredible, but getting there, to me, takes a little while. I still love it. I would still say it's an incredible movie, just not the greatest of Star Wars movies. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. I think that's fair, because, I mean, as you get into the movie, you really get sucked into the characters and the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where it really picks up, is once this group comes together, Right. Like you're, you're kind of buying into it. You find it interesting. Oh, we're running to this guy, Han Solo. We're flying. And then once they get to the Death Star, I think that's where it becomes its movie. Um, it wants that, that group, that core that will be the rest of the trilogy gets together. But, but leading up to that, it is a lot of getting you to buy in, getting, getting this story in place, getting these characters in place. So I get that. I mean, it, it, it does take a minute to get its, get to its, um, I guess it's the best part of it. So I'm, I'm good with a, okay. I think that's fair. Now empire that's S all the way for me. I mean, it's one of the greatest movies of all time, probably as far as what people know. Yeah. So would would you agree there? I have no disagreement there at all. I, I think it takes everything a new hope did well and builds on it, builds on the characters, builds on the, uh, the the conflict builds on the uh, emotional side of things. And so, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see how you cannot <laughs> put it up there. I mean, if, yeah. if someone does, Hey, that's your, your field of 
free to feel that way, but man, you ever met anybody that doesn't like Empire? I don't, I don't think I have. No, I mean, I mean, I've I've met people who it's not their top favorite movie, but it's one of their top favorite movies. You know, I, I don't know anybody that's yeah. not up there within that group. So I, yeah, I I'd like to talk to somebody who doesn't like it and find out why. <laughs> I've never, yeah, I've never heard anybody say. I hate Empire. You know, like people say, I hate The Last Jedi, but no one says I hate Empire, which I mean, you can find, you could probably go any generation of person that's like 10 years old and up and say, you know, no, I'm your father or the incorrect version, Luke, I'm your father. And, and they know exactly what you're talking about. That's true. So it's, it's like everyone in the world knowing what Coca-Cola is. Like it's good. (laughs) People know about it. So yeah, I think that's that's easy. it used to be my favorite Star Wars movie until about a month ago. Oh yeah, that's right. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna I, go if, ahead and if this somehow in in this large world in this crazy internet makes it to somebody who does not like Empire, please, I, yes. I just want to know why. <laughs> like, I'm just curious as to because I've never met anyone that doesn't like it. I just want to know why. I'm just curious. So if we find the Empire Strikes Back hater, we may have them on a podcast <laughs> just to discuss it. Yeah. Um oh, I went man. ahead and put Return of the Jedi S tier. That's my new favorite Star Wars movie. I think it's been yours from what we discussed. Oh yeah. It, it closes out Star Wars so well. Had Star Wars just ended there, would have been the perfect bow on top of it. Yeah. It ties up everybody's story. And like everybody's story, there's no loose ends as far as I'm concerned. And so not all intellectual properties can land the plane very well. Um, Star Wars, George Lucas, Star Wars landed the plane very well. The plane did not land very well on Star Wars second turn at ending the franchise. So I think it really makes you appreciate it even more looking back at it through that lens. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And and one of the great things about it is like none of none of these great arcs that are closed out are cheap. Like all these characters and their the way things end for them, they're all very much earned through through the conflict and through their growth. And and we see it from really episode four to episode six. Like you can carry through these storylines and like nothing feels off. They carry over so well. And so yeah, Return of the Jedi just topped everything off so great it had that great emotional ending um really solidified who luke skywalker is and yeah um i mean the just the ending itself is is some of the best of star wars right between that space yeah. battle the throne room battle um the ewoks uh on on endor like that whole last third of that movie is just fantastic and it's the it's kind of the the blueprint for all successful Star Wars battles going forward. This this yeah. one here where you got you got the land, air, and lightsaber battle at the same time, and they do that a few times yeah. over after this, right? Because you see it. That's true. Yeah, you see it happening in. Well, nine certainly tries to u- yeah. to use that blueprint. Yeah, I would does. say Episode One uses it. It does. Yep. Episode three is just a battle from start to finish. So I think that's kind of its own, its own thing. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely in a league of its own as far as wrapping things up and the character development portion. 
some people are kind of take it and take it or leave it on the Ewoks, but I'm a fan. So. Oh yeah. I think it, it, I like it. It's a nice little whimsy layer of just fun in the mix of, of a very dark tale in some ways. Right. So for sure. Now this is where things may get dicey. Cause yeah. I, so as far as the rest of these go, like I say, oh, I'm conflicted, like Rogue One S or A tier. Not that conflicted, but like with these, at least with seven and eight, I kind of have a hard time of where I'm going to put them. I'm pretty confident of where nine's going. But for let seven me, let me and ask eight. You this. Are any of them above C? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I am interested. I'm curious now. I know which one is not. (laughs) Yeah. So for seven, I'm pretty confident it's a, it's a B for just throw it, throw it on and watch it. It's a good movie. Yeah, that's fair. It's shot very well, like practical uh, sets and everything. The action is good. The acting is good. Uh, Harrison yeah. Ford steals the show. Adam Driver is excellent as Kylo Ren. Yeah. There's still a lot of mystery in who Ray is. Like things have not went south yet. Um, it's essentially a knockoff of A New Hope, which I have in it A. Is. Yeah. So I have no reason not to have it at B, just as a standalone episode. Now, when you throw the sequel mm. as a whole there's a lot of storytelling issues that don't resolve anything. So that's, you know, if we were ranking it based on how the story unfolded, it would be a C probably, but just throwing it on TV, like it's on TBS or something. I'm, I usually always stop at the force awakens. Yeah. I I, honestly, I was probably, I was probably going to give it a C, but I think you've convinced me of a B. Um, okay. Because I I do think I have an unfair view of it if I come off this looking at it in terms of the big picture of Star Wars. Because that was yeah. one of the things we talked about is it doesn't connect and fit in <laughs> with the overall story. But Anywhere. if you just sit down and watch it, like the character introductions are pretty good. They're they're pretty well done throughout the movie. Like you said, Han Solo is amazing in this movie. Um, you get a pretty interesting new villain, um, who's, who might be a little too edgy for some people, which I get, (laughs) he's a, he's a bit, uh, he's a bit on that side. I I think I would just as sitting down and watching it, it's, I would, I I can, I can settle with a B uh, because I think in and of itself by itself without the rest of the movies, it does, it feels better to watch. And B is, B is average, right? Like an average movie it's certainly right. an average movie like yeah i'll give you just that. for i mean when it came out in theaters too like it did over a billion dollars yeah. i mean it, it pulled a lot of people in and, and I, so I enjoyed people kept theaters. going back I, yeah i think i saw it twice in theaters i only saw I this one once in theaters um i think it's yeah. the only sequel movie i saw twice in theaters i saw nine twice did but you? Um, seeing nine a second time, we were in Illinois over Christmas and it was like super cold and there was nothing to do. So no. <laughs> we went, well, went to the movie it. theater. <laughs> yeah. Like we, we got popcorn Fair. and watched it, you know, if nothing else, I'll go eat popcorn for about anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> so eight, yep. 
eight is where I'm I'm kind of tore because after our last watch through, I kind of enjoyed it, mm-hmm. especially like kind of talking through all the ways it connected. But leaving the theater that night after two years of build up, I, I wasn't like I didn't hate it, but I also was like, I don't know that I liked that either. And I had never experienced yeah. that in theaters for a Star Wars movie before where I was like, I don't know if I liked that. So the more I've watched it, I've read the book, making all the connections, it's aged pretty well on me over the last, what, how many years has it been now? Seven years or something like that since it came out? Six years? It's it's been a long time. Um, I don't know. I'm torn. What do you think? I, I feel like... I like it better now after we went through it from our perspective of how does it connect to the movies. Um, I'm learning not to hate the Luke Skywalker thing as much. Uh, I'm I'm finding ways where that doesn't (laughs) hurt my soul as much. Um, But if I take it with the same approach as I did force awakens. See, I would say it's like a B in terms of, Oh, I can connect it to all these other things and how it fits in, but I'd have to give it a C just by itself because parts of that movie, I'm just like, why are we here? What are we doing? Um, I love Poe's arc, right? If we're just looking at the story in and of itself, like not connecting it to other Mm -hmm. movies, I love Poe's arc. I think he has a really good story in this. Uh, Ray doesn't do a whole lot in this movie. Um, Kylo Ren's pretty interesting. Uh, Luke is, fairly misused i I get where he's at and why he's there but you know it's still not super compelling to me and so i gotta i gotta sit it at a c you know if i'm connecting it to the rest of the star wars stuff i have a higher appreciation for some of those things but just by itself it it's a little bit frustrating at times i can agree with that especially like i i'd never seen this interview before i posted it on youtube the other day but it was like where where Mark Hamill is saying, you know, we're trying to figure out how we should do this movie. And I told Ryan Johnson, like, oh, we should really be careful of what the fans are expecting because we have to give them what they want. And like Ryan Johnson's yeah. exact quote was like, no, we need to give them what we want and make them like it or something like that. It was and something to like me, that. yeah, that's the most like absurd arrogant thing to prove that he didn't understand star wars at all this was more about him than it was about this story and for that reason i would go see that just really irked me hearing that statement yeah i do i do think it was a movie that went out of its like i have no issues with upending things that are what you expect or what you're used to but it felt like a movie that went out of its way to do some of those things just to make a point. And at that yeah. point it's like, well, I mean, let's, let's go back and at least, at least carry over some stuff in a way that makes sense. I I think the plot and the narrative could have been fine with just some different, some different choices made, but yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Well, it, I, I think it was, beat, beating it, it was the his ground. movie. <laughs> yeah. So nine for me is pretty easy. Um, I, I don't like nine like at all. <laughs> I think the fact that you uh, have to go to the comics, you have to go to the novels, you have to just, you, you can't even show the deleted scenes. It's the only star Wars movie. We have no deleted scenes for because hmm. it is such a mess and they had to explain yeah. everything away. 
the par- portions of the Mandalorian and the Bad Batch and stuff like that are trying to explain what they threw in episode nine. So like, it's just yeah. a cluster and I, I just don't understand how we got to that point, but that's, it's not good. Agreed. <laughs> I know, I know some people like this one better than the last Jedi. Uh, I, that's fine. I understand why. But for me, like when we sat down to watch these movies, this was the only one where I sat there and just was like, I'm not enjoying this. Like, I don't, I'm not like, I was focused on trying to get the story out of it and what we were doing, but man, it was just, it wasn't fun to sit there and watch it. And if I'm not going to sit there and watch a movie and feel like it's fun, I can't. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a solid D for me. (laughs) That's that's Um, the same for me. And so with this though, I will say, as goes most things, the book's actually not bad. Like you yeah. get, you get way into Kylo Ren and Ray's minds and it's pretty interesting. It actually explains a lot of the stuff that we don't get on screen that make it so bad on yeah. screen. But I mean, the pacing is just terrible. There's like, yeah. you throw in little things like the group of force sensitive stormtroopers or whatever, like Jana and that whole little group. And and it may be Lando's daughter, but maybe not. Like, why do you, why do you even throw all that in when you're trying to wrap up Luke Skywalker's story, Anakin Skywalker's story? I don't. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah, no I don't. Sense. I don't feel like there's a whole lot of purpose in anything that's happening, and probably the first two thirds of the movie is just <laughs> something happens, and then they go somewhere, and something happens. Like, it, it doesn't feel like it's yeah. going anywhere for a long time. Um, yeah. We talked about it last week. There are some things that I appreciate about the movie and things about the characters or its connection to the movies and about the force and all that that I like. And there's like some good points in it. But just sitting down and watching it, uh, it's I, I can't can't I don't have a whole lot good to say about that that experience. Yeah. So hmm. I will say there's no such thing as a bad third act in Star Wars. You look at uh, our S tier incredible third acts i mean what's i would say the third act in revenge of the sith is probably like obi-wan going to padme right like that would Mm -hmm. be roundabouts or when they watch the footage uh empire obviously is when luke goes to bespin return of the jedi is when luke goes with vader like that that starts the third act for each of those and and they just fly by episode one i mean once once they go to the gun guns the second time yeah then Rogue One, once they're on the Scarif, Scamp. A New Hope, they're on the Death Star. You can go all the way through these. Battle of Geonosis, Starkiller Base. Solos, I guess, is where they go to Kessel, right? Hmm. Would that be how that one is? I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I haven't either. To me, Solo like did go a little <laughs> bit long where it was like it should have ended, but then they go back again yeah. to where like Kiara is and that Dryden yep. boss. That was a little much, but the last Jedi, when they get to crate, like when, uh, what's her name? Haldo flies the ship through the thing and they escape. That's, I think it's pretty interesting after that. And even the rise of Skywalker, like when Poe gives that speech and then they go to Exegol, like it, it feels good. It feels like star Wars when they're doing that. So if you're just going third acts, I love every bit of it, but it's acts one and two that can really doom a movie. if, If we're doing our rankings. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. I think if you look, I mean, just me looking at how we've ranked these, like to me, the big difference is 
is like the pacing, the continuity of the rest of the movie. Like what are your characters doing and why are they doing it? And and does it make sense for, for the, the bigger picture? And I think the ones that are higher up, they just throughout the entirety of the movie, they're just consistent in that. So yeah, that that makes sense. I, I like that. I don't think our rankings are like out of the ordinary. I feel like if you just go find an average star Wars fan, um, it would probably look somewhat similar to this, you know. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think we're special in any shape, form, or fashion, but <laughs> I do like that my top three favorite movies are all S tier. So that's cool. Yeah, that does work out. Now, if anybody had these rankings flipped, uh again, that would be interesting. So <laughs> what are your top like if you I were to know who these people one... are? Yeah, so if you were ranking one through nine, what would you give it? Cool. Um, is that too much to throw on you? No, hang on. Uh, one, Return of the Jedi. That's at the top. Okay. For sure. Um, two, I'm going to give to Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Three is Empire. Four is A New Hope. Phantom Menace. Attack of the Clones. Okay. It's it's kind of a tie between seven and eight. Uh, I'm not sure which order to put them in because one I like more for its story connections and one I like more to just sit and watch. But it definitely puts nine at the bottom. There's no question about that. <laughs> you have nine below solo? Oh, are we doing all of them or just one through nine? I was I was counting Rogue One and Solo as well. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, so to put them back in, uh, Rogue One would be... Okay, so Return of the Jedi. Okay, so it might be Return of the Jedi, Revenge of the Sith, then Rogue One, then Empire, actually, which feels weird to say, but I think that's how I feel about it. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) man, feels feels slightly blasphemous. Um, (laughs) Then I would go with uh, A New Hope, Phantom Menace, uh, Attack of the Clones, yeah, seven, eight, so nine. seven, eight, and then solo, <laughs> and then nine. Then nine. Okay. So for solo me, is not a movie I've ever just been like, oh, I want to go back and watch this. I, I just don't I feel that it, way I, about it. I think I've only watched it twice, maybe three times ever. So I feel like it's got to be at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. So I would go, uh, and this is new because it was Empire, but I'd go Return of the Jedi, then Empire, then Revenge of the Sith. So I would go six, five, three. Then I would go A New Hope. I would go Rogue. I'm essentially going in the tier list here. Um, then I would go. <laughs> uh, see, this one is where I'm like, uh, I guess I would go episode one. Then hmm. I would go The Force Awakens. I would go Attack of the Clones, The Last Jedi. So I'm going right in order. Then I would actually flip Solo and I would flip Rise of Skywalker. Even though I think Solo's a better movie than the Rise of Skywalker, I will still watch the Skywalker saga before Solo because Solo to me is just nothing that I need. Yeah, that's fair. I was so essentially whatever we just did. Well, I was surprised though that you had a sequel. Did you have a sequel movie before? No, that was a new hope. Um, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, I didn't. I, w- I considered <laughs> The Force Awakens above Attack of the Clones. 
honestly, that's what I that's what I was surprised about right there. That's what it was. I would I would put the Force Awakens ahead of Attack of the Clones because okay. like if we're going in story, as far as the story goes, Attack of the Clones is better. But like if I'm just mm-hmm. sitting down and watching it, I'm gonna watch the Force Awakens all day over that one. That's a good point. Yeah. Cause uh, once it's been a while, I forget how much I hate those Anakin Padme moments. So Attack of the Clones is rough. <laughs> yeah, you might be you might be selling me on flipping those two. <laughs> that would be it. I don't know my my rankings on this change all the time though. So that's yeah. why I kind of like the tiers yeah. because you can have it in a tier and it still like not have to do with your rankings. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Any last words on on ranking of the movies? No, I mean if you if you want to hear our expanded thoughts, we we just went through all all nine yeah. of the main ones pretty pretty extensively. So yeah, you can listen to us for about seven hours talk Oof. about all those movies. So. I don't know I that mean, I, I would want to listen to me for it, but, <laughs> Yeah, I mean I, I wouldn't do it, but you can if you want to. Um, <laughs> yeah, so moving forward to the next week. We are going to rank our Star Wars TV shows. So that would be The Mandalorian, Ahsoka, and or Kenobi. Um, is that all the live action? Have I missed a live action? I think that's the live action ones. Oh, uh, Boba then Fett. We, oh, Book of Boba Fett. Did miss one. Uh, Book of Boba Fett. I, I just think Mandalorian when I think of that. So I mean, Book of Boba yeah. Fett, <laughs> then uh, Rebels. And the Clone Wars. Now, I have not seen Resistance at all. So I don't think we should include something we haven't watched. I haven't seen it either. So I've seen pieces of it, but I, whatever, I just never felt compelled to watch it in its entirety. Okay. And then Young Jedi Adventures, I've never really seen that either. So I'm not going to touch on that. Are we, are we doing like the shorter anthology stuff like visions or tales of the Jedi? Or are we just doing like oh, yeah, proper yeah. TV show seasons? No, let's throw those in as well. Uh, okay. Tales of the Jedi and visions Vi- is f- uh, for sure. Tales. Oh, and the bad batch. Bad batch. Yeah. There's a lot. We'll throw all those. Once, in. once you name them all. There's, <laughs> yeah. There's quite a few. And, and so. tier, tier ranking. Those will be healthier than a one through like 11 or however. So many there are. Yeah. Um, Make I think it'll be. I do think it'll be harder though to rank than the movies for sure. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see. That'll be interesting. Well, that'll be fun. So everyone, thanks for watching and and hanging out with us. It was fun <laughs> to rank these. Fun to have a shorter episode again. That was cool. So uh, next week it'll be the TV shows. So be sure to join us. Otherwise, thanks so much, and we'll see y'all next time. <laughs>